All right, great friends. What's happening? It's Tuesday afternoon. Psyched to be here. Um, the rain came falling down today, but then the sun started to shine. So let's maybe get our San Diego and our Southern California life back. All right, here goes, man. I'm going to make it quick. Seven Mile Casino. The website is sevenmilecasino.com. Alex will put up the QR code for you, and you can use your phone to click on that. If you want table games and great food and beverage in a smoke-free environment with the best location, that's Seven Mile Casino. You don't got to schlep to East County, to some mega hotel, some wannabe pool scene, concert venue, etc. Let's play blackjack. Let's play poker. Let's have a great meal at Sammy's Restaurant and Bar. Amazing brunch on the weekends. And let's do it all locally. Right here, seven minutes south of downtown San Diego, Bay Boulevard in Chula Vista. Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. And any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, today, being Tuesday, it's Taco Tuesday. So I've already gone to prize picks to see what kind of specials I can find. And I'm looking around and I'm trying to decide because today, again, it's Tuesday. I'm not ready to make my NFL plays for the weekend, but I am ready to play NBA tonight. And you know what? With this new specials section where you can turn $10 into $1,000, where you combine football guys and basketball guys, and you try and make that sort of a play, maybe what I should be thinking to myself is, let's start playing the specials and start thinking about Championship Sunday. They will match your first deposit 100% up to $100. So if you've not made your first deposit yet, go for it now. That 100 bucks turns into 200 bucks. But if you already have been playing prize picks and you need to put in a couple more dollars, now they make it even easier because now you can use Apple Pay on your phone to make a deposit. Oh, and by the way, as much as they make it easy to make a deposit, they also make it super simple to make a withdrawal. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Okay, AG1. You may be able to tell, man, I am feeling good, dude. I feel so great. This morning, my daughter and I, 7.30 in the morning, it's kind of our, our morning tradition. We're sitting there and we're both having our athletic greens. We both take our bottle, take one of these packets right here, pour it in. Then we both take a little bit of vitamin D and then we slug it down. She is like, it, it takes her a little time. Me, it's like I'm chugging a beer because I want it into me as fast as possible. The vitamins, the minerals, the nutrients, superfoods, probiotics, and then that drop of vitamin D. When you buy through us, you get five free travel packs, five of them, plus the one-year supply of vitamin D. Get your subscription now. Let's all get healthy together. I Today is uh, the 23rd, and I started on the 8th. So today is my 15th straight day of taking my Athletic Greens. You should do the same. Join me. Let's all get healthy together with Athletic Greens in 2024. All right, let's start the show, and I'll mention more of our partners coming up at halftime. Hey, great friends. What's going on? It's Tuesday afternoon. Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. And we're just hitting the airwaves of 1090. We're just getting onto the stream of YouTube. Tonight between 7 and 8 p.m. will be plastered all over TV. We're on every audio podcast platform. And look, look, the sun is out, which we desperately need. Because for those of you that yesterday were impacted by the rain, whether it was because you were driving and you couldn't get to where you were going because the freeways shut down or there were massive puddles and your car got stuck in them. I mean, the video 
from all over San Diego County yesterday was insane to the point where I'm not joking. Like, you know how when you have wildfires in San Diego County and you start to get calls from all your friends and family around the country and they're like, hey, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, that's 50 miles away, dude. I cannot believe the number of people that reached out to me from around the country yesterday that were seeing on like the national news how bad things were in San Diego. So if you were impacted, I hope you're doing okay. And hopefully today, as the sun comes out, things will, will dry out. But I must say immediately, as we just get on to all the different platforms, Alex, if you could put all three of us on the screen right away. Nobody called anybody. Nobody said, hey, rock your Kaplan and crew hoodie. And yet all three of us today wearing our Kaplan and crew death row hoodie. I mean, Brown, I ain't call you and say, yo, rock that hoodie. Alex, did you mm. call Browner? Is that did, did you guys decide you were wearing the same thing today? No. Frankly, I'm a bit embarrassed by the fact yeah. that we all are wearing this color today. Yeah, Why? No, me too. Me Why? too. I feel like it's I like, should be wearing the uniform. Where are, like, are, are we going to Sadie's Hawkins together? Like, you know, Maybe. That, that, you know what I'm saying? Like it's Maybe. pretty embarrassing. Yeah, no, so I what? feel the same way. I feel like, no, like if I no, no, but if but if you show up, if you if you and I show up to someplace. To work? And we're at, no, not to work. But like, let's just say we're going out to a dinner one night, right? And we mm -hmm. both show up and we're both wearing the exact same shirt. I don't mean hoodie. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. Or if I go to a bar or restaurant, I'm wearing a shirt and I see a guy, he's got the exact same shirt. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. It's like a viral trend it. that I've seen on TikTok where like, like wives buy all, they're like, there's a dinner planned, right? It's like four couples mm -hmm. and wives want to mess with their husbands. So they all buy without telling the husband <laughs> the same shirt. And they say, hey, wear this shirt to dinner tonight. And they record the reaction as each individual idiot walks in wearing the same shirt. That's us oh right now. That's yeah. so funny. You know, um, in February, um, my girlfriend and I, we go every year for like three days over the President's Day weekend, which usually falls around my birthday. We always go to Cabo, mm -hmm. right? And so this year, uh, we were invited with a group of people. And, and some of them I'm friends with. And some of them I'm barely acquaintances with. So I'm not really into the whole big group thing. But I'm I'm willing to go. I'm a good boyfriend. These are her close friends. I'm, I'm willing to go, right? They sent an itinerary. And one of the nights, they want to take like a big group picture. And they told everybody what to wear. And I'm like, ugh, I don't, I don't want to be in a group picture with some people who I consider friends and other people who are acquaintances and other people who, frankly, I just don't even know. Now I'm on this big ass group picture that has to be plastered all over social media where we're all wearing the same thing. Like we're one big happy family. I don't like that. So today, the fact that all three of us are wearing our Kaplan and crew hoodies, the death row version, unsolicited, nobody called anybody. Hey, yo, wear your shirt today. Wear your, wear your hoodie. I actually, I, I'm not as bad with it as I would be if I thought it was super uncool that we all called each other and planned this. That's how I feel, Brown. You feel me? Hey, man, listen, I ever see a man out in public wearing the same thing I'm somewhere. I only got one comment for him. You looking good, big fella. <laughs> That's it. You, you, got, you got good got taste, same, big fella? You feel me? You got mm -hmm. the same thing I got on, big fella. What's up? We both sexy. It was, uh, we both uh, sexy. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's it's, all. This, this memory just unlocked in my brain as we speak. Uh, Minnesota Super Bowl, Radio Row at the Mall of America, right? Is that mm -hmm. what it was called? Mall yeah. of America? Mm -hmm. uh, who, we used to have this guy on the show often when he was doing Westwood One broadcast. I don't know if he still does or not. But we had lined up an interview with, I believe, Hall of Famer Rod Woodson. 
Uh-huh. Love Rob Woods. And we were wearing the same exact flannel. And I was like, bro, you shop at Kohl's? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I remember, like, I remember seeing him before we had to interview him. And I didn't say anything because I didn't want to, I didn't want to make it a thing because I was a bit embarrassed. But I remember seeing him from across the radio row. And I was like, we're wearing the same shirt. He's coming over here like in an hour. And I was like, just put your jacket on when he comes over here. And I remember putting the jacket on while you interviewed Rod Woodson because we were wearing the same red and black flannel. And I was like, you know what? My man shops at Kohl's. Respect, bro. And the Hall of Fame jacket didn't change him. Yeah. You know, that same uh, Super Bowl, as we're getting now close to Vegas, and Alex, I know, has made all his plans. He'll be in Vegas all week. We got to get the whole Browner thing hooked up, and then I got to figure out what I'm doing. But that Super Bowl, do you remember what happened that year um, when Sheila E. got mad at me? Yes. remember that? Yes, I do. Oh my God, that was. And who so were bad. the? What was the name of the the duo that she? Uh, Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam. And what was the other dude? Terry Lewis. Terry Lewis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The way you yeah, said, yeah. It, I thought it was Jerry Lewis. Whole different group. Whole different group. I do want to say that that was like the last Super Bowl where people stopped showing up, not already booked. You know, yeah. it was still like a kind of a bit of a free for all back in the day. Right. That was like 2016 ish or something like that. Something like that. And I remember uh, Alex comes up to me and like, I'm sitting there, you know, and he goes, Hey, do you want to, do you want to talk to Sheila E? And I'm like, Oh hell to the, yeah, I love Sheila E. Right. But it's not like there's a, there's a one sheeter that they give you and go, Hey, Sheila E's here. She's promoting uh, avocados Mm -hmm. on Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, here's a list of her, her accomplishments in the music industry. And here are some bullet points and things you might talk to her about. Alex right. is like, yo, you want to talk to Sheila E? I'm like, hell to the yeah, I want to talk to Sheila E. Sheila E like, literally comes and sits down. There's no prep time. There's no Google time. It's <laughs> she's sitting right in front of me. So here's me, Browner, like a complete dick, right? And I'm like, so, Sheila E, tell me. So we're here in Minneapolis, like like you and Prince, you guys, you guys ever like get down or what, you know? And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I don't know, I figure, you know, you want Prince, maybe like you guys, you know, you guys ever like have a thing or whatever. And she got so mad at me for not knowing that she and Prince were apparently at one time romantically connected. You know, I don't know. What am I, how am I supposed to know? You know, and I literally said that to her. I'm yeah. like, Sheila E, I'm like, you, you were standing over there 30 seconds ago. No one wanted to talk to you. Alex said, you want to talk <laughs> to Sheila E? I'm like, yeah, sit her down. You sit down. Next thing you know, we're having a conversation. I don't have time to research and look up your 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 background with Prince. And she got so mad at me. I was like, yo, Jimmy Jam, uh, Terry Lewis, not Jerry Lewis. You guys sit down. Let me talk to you two fellas. She got mad at me, dude. Yeah. yeah. If you if you see Lee, you can't you can't really think people know that much about you if you just walking around at the Super Bowl. So a lot of these dudes, you just a lady with some sticks. Like, I don't really know what you want folks to do. <laughs> Like, I mean, I wouldn't have known what to even ask her. Uh, if not a Prince question, you what, pushing avocados? Cool. I don't like avocados, but good for you. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what else to ask you. What was the industry like? <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. What, well, uh, like? what are you doing here? Right. Like, <laughs> that's a good does start. Does your husband play <laughs> yeah. on the team? Is your yeah, it's one of the one of the themes. What, like, there's so many people at Radio Road where like my my genuine first thought is, why are you here? Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why was Louis Anderson there? And like, we talked to him too. That too. Oh. And I was like, why are you? Like, listen, respect, bro. But why are you here? Yeah. Yeah. H. Uh, R. I. P. R. I. P. Anderson. That's right. 
Oh yeah, he died. Long time ago, years. yeah. Yeah, a couple Dang, years ago. Man. Yeah. Um I just I'm just seeing, you know, as uh just as we're I got my first of... Super Bowl interview request by the way. Oh really? Tell me. Oh. Yeah. Uh not Depot Samuel. <laughs> Although I would love to do that again. That would be yeah. hilarious. Oh, uh no, Mark Ingram, uh, the the Fox analyst for I love Mark Ingram. I I yeah. love Mark Ingram. Um, when I was doing uh, all those years of sideline reporting for Westwood One, there were a lot of games. Um, the New Orleans Saints obviously were a big draw back then. You know, they were a primetime caliber mm-hmm. team. And um, Mark Ingram was one of those guys that when a game ended, he was the perfect guy to interview uh, because he was a big personality even back then. You know, and and obviously now that big personality has translated to becoming a Fox college football analyst slash personality. So really psyched on that one. I, I would, I would chat with Mark Ingram. Yeah. Gladly. I said, yes. I said yes immediately. I was like, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Absolutely. I've got some great pictures of, uh, of me and Mark doing like post-game interviews. He was one of those brothers that as soon as the game was over, he yanked off the shoulder pads and the Jersey. So he wasn't there in uniform after the game being interviewed. He was there in like the wife beater. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> Getting off the muscles, the crop yeah. top under armors. I remember those, those, yeah. those photos. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, listen, here we are. Today is Tuesday, and uh, we are now just a few days out from Championship Sunday. We, we talked a lot about that yesterday, and, uh, you know, just kind of going from the divisional round into the championship round and this upcoming Sunday. You know, we're going to get to that point here in the next few weeks where we come to the guys' realization. And, guys, I know you're listening right now, and you know who you are. We are going to come to a realization that football season is not that far away from being over. And it's going to come to Super Bowl Sunday and the game's going to be over. And then we all as dudes and not just guys, but football fans, ladies too, where we come to that realization like, oh, my God. Wow. That we we just went from training camp in August and preseason all the way through 18 weeks of the regular season. And then here we go through the postseason, Super Bowl, and oh my God, football season's over. That Before, that reality is waiting for us here. Sure. And I agree with you. And I'm not going to fight that, that subject. What I will tell you, though, is there's a lot that's going to happen between now and this Sunday. And are you ready for it? Scott, specifically, because your mentions, mm-hmm. oh, it's going to be oh. a bloodbath for you, man. You were wrong about Michigan. You were wrong about Harbaugh. Like, I just want to prepare you. It's not official. Mm-hmm. But are you ready? For? Like, you're going to read. You... Browners, oh Brown, Browners bots are going to be coming after you, man. Have yeah. you heard the latest report today? They're coming to eight bots. On Harbaugh? Yes. Yeah. So, um, latest report. I'd be curious to hear what you're about to tell us. I'm not going to um, tell you anything. I'll let NFL Network tell you. Okay, because I I definitely know, and I've stuck to this prediction. I've predicted the entire time Harbaugh was going back to Michigan. And Troy Aikman this past weekend, during the Ravens-Texans broadcast, spoke about Jim Harbaugh, because he was there for the game to kind of support his brother, John Harbaugh. Mm -hmm. Aikman was talking about Jim Harbaugh as if it was a foregone conclusion that he's taking off for the NFL. Mm -hmm. And um, yesterday, the reports were, Second interview with the Chargers, second interview with the Falcons. Right. And and things are sort of happening because I, I saw earlier today that uh, Dan Morgan 
was named the general manager of the Carolina Panthers. And that's completely inconsequential to the conversation. Except, um, except it's just pieces of the puzzles are starting to move is mm-hmm. all I'm getting at. And, mm-hmm. and the reason that I think that the Falcons, and I know you guys asked this question yesterday, like why is it that Bill Belichick has not immediately mm-hmm. gotten the Falcons job? And the reason that the Falcons have not given Bill Belichick the job, presuming that he wants it, because he's had two interviews, is because the Falcons are probably holding out hope that they could get Jim Harbaugh. No, that's not what I'm reading either. Okay, so great. So how I don't want to like what I'm reading and hearing, and obviously mm-hmm. it's all hearsay, so it's not being reported as fact. Mm-hmm. Is that the only person in the Falcons organization that wants Bill Belichick mm-hmm. is Arthur Blank? Okay. Ouch. Ouch. Oh, everybody boy. like. Everybody else, his general manager, whoever is in his front office, all his executives are like Ryan. No, no that's the Saints. They're like, no, no, no. Ryan Pace does work. It does work for the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. So well, why would anybody want Bill Belichick? They're all going to get fired. I mean, yeah. yeah, and the way that he does business. Like, if I'm an NFL team, again, I don't want him coming in, because he's going to change everything. And I mean. Everything and you might not get the results that you're looking for. Like that amount of change, that amount of overhaul to necessarily not have what you think you're gonna get. People are gonna get tired real quick, man. This ain't New England, man. Atlanta's a totally different place, totally mm-hmm. different community. Like, oof. oh, yeah. So that's oh. what I'm hearing about reading, and you know, I've been monitoring the coaching search as much as I possibly can. I find it very fascinating because of the names that are out there, and the, they yeah. don't seem like they're going to get jobs. Like Belichick doesn't mm. seem like he's going to get a job. Pete Carroll doesn't that's seem like he's going to get a job. Like, and it doesn't seem like that people even want them. To be honest with you, like, well, it doesn't it doesn't seem like what if the cycle stop? What if the cycle stops and none of those those two dudes don't get jobs? Well, what I don't does think that Pete tell Carole, you I, about the current NFL. Listen, it tell it tells me a couple things. Number one. I'm not sure Pete Carroll is actively looking for a job because when you hear about these interviews, you never hear his name. That's number one. Correct. Number two, I'll tell you something else that it tells me. Um, the league does not want old guys, mm. you know, mm. um, like for example, the Titans the, just hired the Bengals offensive coordinator, which, which, which is our prediction to the Chargers. Oh, still well. our guy. Man. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, so the Bengals offensive coordinator, his name is Callahan. I think his first name is Brian, Brian Callahan. Yeah. Yes. Brian Callahan Any is being hired. To the other Callahan? Yeah, so he's Bill Callahan, who was the Raiders coach at right. one time, Raiders head coach, and who is the Browns offensive line coach. Okay. Yeah. In Bill the NFL, Callahan. Browner, the answer is always yes. If he's related yeah. to that person, yes. Yeah, the answer of course. Is yes. Of course. How do you think everybody gets in? <laughs> right. You know, so so Brian Callahan, and, and I know the report is, well, he comes from the Sean McVay tree. I guess. I mean, I guess he, he if he if he worked with McVeigh at one time with the Rams, I guess maybe you call him from the McVeigh tree. But mm-hmm. he went from um, the Rams and McVeigh, and the head coach in Cincinnati is is he comes from the McVeigh tree, and mm-hmm. Brian Callahan is a guy who has been obviously coaching Joe Burrow and that that explosive Cincinnati offense when Burrow's healthy, and and here you have a team like Tennessee that has invested now in a young quarterback, Will Levis, this kid who was a rookie out of Kentucky. And so they're looking at a guy like Callahan and they're going, can you turn this kid into a version of Burrow? And I just think it will be really interesting to find out, does his father, Bill Callahan, who was one of the offensive coaches of the Bill of the Browns that was not fired, 
-hmm. does Bill Callahan leave the Browns to go work with his son in Tennessee, which would be absolutely. kind of an awesome thing. I would, yes, absolutely. I would think. That, I mean, I would. I would think. I don't know for sure if that's what? like reported or done or happening. That's a dream but, come true. But it is a dream come true. But then you know, to get him to go from offensive line coach from Cleveland to Tennessee, not that this is a big deal. You have to give him some sort of a higher status on the coaching staff. So whether that's assistant head coach or dad, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, right, right, dad, <laughs> O line yeah. coach and dad, dad, but highest rank you can get. Yeah. So the Titans have decided that they're going with this with this young guy, uh, Brian Callahan. How old is he? 30, you know? 39. 39 years old. Um, so that's interesting that that another one of these jobs has been checked off the board. Okay. Right. Jared Mayo is 37. Mm -hmm. mm. Who else has been? How old is Antonio Pierce? Like in his 40s, you yeah. know? So, uh, so 45. Yeah. So, so Browner, your, your question about what does it say about the NFL? Here's what it says about the NFL. They don't need 72-year-old coaches. They're, they're mm -hmm. looking for guys that are young, energetic, relate better to the players, are up and coming, less expensive. I mean, there's it, it says a lot about the NFL. Who wants a 72-year-old head coach today? Yeah. That you got to pay 15 to 20 million. Now, Harbaugh's so going back to Harbaugh's right. like in his late 50s. And right. he's hot right now. Right. He's real hot right now. And obviously the report yesterday was that there's a second interview happening. And here is the latest from NFL Network's Mike Garofolo. And this okay. feels like we're now in the uh, zone where something could happen between the Chargers and Jim Harbaugh in the near future. My understanding is that it is an extremely strong offer that they have made to him financially. Uh, they're now in the point where they're going to discuss staffing when it comes to general manager and obviously the coaching staff who is going to work alongside Harbaugh as well. So this feels like advancing to the point where if everybody's comfortable with a lot of the principal uh, factors at play that this team could move on Jim Harbaugh and try to get him under contract here in the near future. That feels like where we are. That feels like Harbaugh is not just toying with the NFL to try to get Michigan to agree to something to jump back to college. Judy, this has felt like Harbaugh has his eyes locked on the NFL, and this could be the move in the near future to Los Angeles, back to California, where he's coached before, where he's played before, where he'd be comfortable. Hmm. I hear a lot. I hear a lot of feelings and coulds. I didn't. I don't trust that guy. He doesn't look. What stories has he broken? Mike Garofalo. What was his name? I, I don't really know a lot about his his uh, history of breaking good stories or not breaking good stories. But what I'm hearing from that is here's a conversation. It's a juicy conversation. Um, indications are pointing in a direction, and it feels like this, and it feels like this, and it doesn't feel like this. And guess what? It could. It could. It could. It's an opinion. My opinion is, is that Jim Harbaugh, before he goes to the Chargers and they put $18 million in front of him, if they do that, which again, to all the Charger, uh, to all the Charger bots out there and to all the Charger fans out there, I said it before, I'll say it again. If ever there was a time where the Chargers were in a desperation situation to do the opposite of what they've always done, this is the time to do it. You've always hired retreads or first-time head coaches because they're cheap and they're controllable. If ever there was a time in your organization's history that you were going to hand over control to your coach and hand over your bank account to the coach, if ever there was a time, this is the time. And mm. if it happens and I was wrong and he doesn't go back to Michigan, Okay, I made a prediction. 
if it happens and he goes to the Chargers and one of my favorite guys in football goes to my least favorite team, that that is a monster problem for me. But I'll have to just deal with the consequences. I'll have to deal with it. All right, stick around. We're just getting going. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. A lot more on this story. This is Kaplan and Crew. Hey, great friends. What's going on Tuesday afternoon? Kaplan and crew, Grande and the Brown Man, all in the house. And uh, somewhat embarrassingly, and yet on the other hand, somewhat proudly, all today rocking the Kaplan and crew hoodie, which is available for you on kaplanandcrew.com. It's the death row hoodie. It's the one that says we don't take crap from anybody and we don't play the same game. It's the one that says we don't play by the same rules. We do our own thing. We independent. Uh, that hoodie, That's all right. three of us rocking it on the same day. And I think the reason that we uh, all today are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios wearing the exact same hoodie is because while today the sun has come back, it did rain like a mofo this morning. But yesterday was so rainy and so wet and so cold that I think everybody kind of just wanted to bundle up today thinking that it was going to be the same deal. Yesterday, I, I got more calls. You guys know who, who reached out to me yesterday? You guys will love this. Remember the, the young lady who used to work at 1090 who uh, who came from, I don't know if it was somewhere in the South or in Ohio. Her name was Keisha. Keisha. You guys remember? Keisha. Yeah. Are you sure? Is it Keisha or Keisha? Keisha. Keisha. Yeah. Keisha. Oh, you don't, you've said it three different ways now. You guys have all said it five different ways. It's Keisha. It's Keisha. Well, first you said Kesha. Yeah, my bad. My bad, y'all. It's hard to get. You got to get it out a couple times before you get it right. This young girl uh, worked for us in, in at the old 1090. She actually applied for the front office receptionist job years ago. She applied for the job when she was living, I want to say, in like, I don't know, Louisiana. Ohio, Youngstown, Ohio. Ohio. Oh, Ohio. Youngstown, right. Ohio. Okay. Okay. So from Ohio. She applied for the job while living in Ohio. They hired her. Browner, you may have had something to do with hiring her as far as, far as I remember. I was the one who hired her. Okay. Browner hires her. Did you know she was in Ohio at the time? No. Okay, right. I called so her. Here's my I called her for the interview. At the time I was the director, I was doing a hiring. I called her and she just had a conversation like she was up the street. Right. So so Browner hires her. She was, "Okay, great. When do I start?" "Hey, start Monday." This girl, I'm not joking with you, took a bus from Ohio with like no possessions, virtually no money, landed in San Diego. I don't even remember where she stayed. I think she had like a relative or somebody that she stayed with. And she showed up for a work on Monday morning. Vista who was in the military. Right. And she was great. We all loved her. But little did we know that she took this very low paying receptionist job just to get out of Youngstown, Ohio and move to San Diego. She was a doll. Anyway, this girl sent me a message today on Facebook like, hey, are you and your family okay? Because I'm watching the news and I'm seeing what's going on. I haven't spoken to her in years, but she was reaching out because I think everybody around the country yesterday saw the craziness of the weather here in San Diego, which very frankly didn't like impact most of us. But Alex, where was this? Was this, I, I think I heard like Encanto. Yeah. Oh my God. We're watching this video right now of literally a river Taking a car, which, by the way, the windshield wipers are still going on, which reminds me, my windshield wipers suck, man. I need windshield wipers, man. Where I, I don't even recognize where that is yeah, in San either. Diego. Me neither, but it was wild. It was the uh, 
one of the wettest it was the wettest day in the history of san diego in january and it was the fifth wettest day ever in san diego wow. oh awesome. my god so this so, is the rainiest january day on record yesterday 2.7 inches of snow in the city or of rain in the city of san diego uh surpassing a very old record from january january 31st 1979 wow and wow. overall yeah. if i'm ready correctly the fifth wettest day in the history of the city okay now the video that you just showed us and if you go back to it one more time I, somebody else had sent me this video, um, yesterday. They're like, bro, you got to see this. And this Crazy. video right here, this is the oh, most sensational video where three cars, four cars are like underwater at least mm -hmm. halfway up. And then all of a sudden this car literally gets washed away, dude. I, I mean, I don't know if that's like a, a normally like a place where water is where there's they, rivers <laughs> and then, right, right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man, but that was crazy. And it does look yeah. like somebody was in that car and you can actually see a fire truck going the opposite direction. And mm -hmm. then there's another they video we have. There's that another Spider video. Yeah. Is that what it needs? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That car needs Spider-Man, bro. Now, where is this, this video that we're about to watch right here? There's a guy in a stand-up paddleboard underneath a, a freeway, like um, bridge, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing like on the, the, the sign Jefferson Street, uh, the five north, the five south. Where is this from? It's got to be the 94 somewhere. If gotta I'm not be. mistaken. Yeah. Because that gotta was the be. area that got impacted the most. That that five northbound, southbound near the Coronado Bridge, Barrio Logan area. That was like underwater. And then the five northbound towards the 15, like the, that 1594 area. That was like underwater. Uh, all the beaches, basically. If you had a paddleboard, you didn't need a car yesterday because you could just paddleboard your way mm -hmm. around. Uh, Mission Valley, where the river is, that's now all a lake I mean, instead it, of a river. It. So, it. yeah, it's literally yeah. just been like everywhere. I don't even, I still don't yeah. know what Fashion Valley looks like, but I'm sure that's underwater too. I, I wonder say this uh, as what well, your favorite place you now are, looks like. Your, your if, favorite if place, the river park. Mm. I don't oh, know. I'm sure that's fine. That's newly constructed. They they got pipes down there. <laughs> okay. You, I was coming home yesterday, uh, in a back area over here, and I gotta say, I'm pretty sure I missed a rock slide. I got there maybe a minute too late because there had been there was no city trucks out there. It was one car stopped, and there was a guy walking around a rock slide with his phone taking pictures. And I need to tell white people this, okay, white people. I love y'all. We need y'all. Don't film a rock slide. Okay? Because the rocks are sliding down. Get out the street, bro. Get out the street. I had to yell to that man, bro, get out the street. Whoa. Like, the rocks are falling. Like, what are you doing, fam? You could get crushed. You could get crushed. You gonna lose your life so for an Instagram post. People are down. I mean, people are down. When we had king tides, people went ran to the beach to go see right. them. Right, and they got swept away. Yeah, so people Don't are do down. It. This is this is Fashion Valley yesterday. This is pretty much what I expected it to look like. Oh man, this is the parking look lot where the car. trolley stuff is. Mm -hmm. And then mm. ev everyone knows this intersection where that new Chick Fil A is by Best Buy. That that that's deep, dog. Like, there's two cars. Oh. I don't know if you can see. There's one. <laughs> there's one right here, and there's one right here, man. Oh my god, wow. I like I, li I like the way you explain it. That's deep, dog. Look now, at wait, this so street light, dude. You can oh my <laughs> god.
Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. Oh my God. Hold that. Hold on that for a second. For those of you that are listening on radio, and I always tell you guys this, man, like come to feet. our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is our home base. Kaplan and crew on YouTube. It, for those of you that have not seen these pictures, this is crazy because what I'm looking at here from the angle that I'm looking at it, if you're looking north, okay, you're seeing like the um, older school part of Mission Valley, Fashion Valley area. Um, Center. For the food for less where the old in cahoots was. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. dude. So like There's that a river Buy. right there, though. If you worked at the Best Buy, you just weren't going to work yesterday. Oh, yeah. man, no. No. Yeah, there's no way of even getting there, probably. Wow, I know, man. That is nuts. Woo! Here's a a, a video yeah. of Fashion Valley, which is, like I said, what you probably expect it to look like. This is the old. Was it? What was that golf course over there? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I don't yeah, remember yeah. the name of that golf course, but oh my it's god! Underwater. So yeah. this, come on, look at that now, look dude. Now, that. now I was talking about the San Diego River Park right down the road. From yeah. from you know uh, Snapdragon Stadium, this is the river. Um, that, this is the river, yeah. Right, yeah. this is it, and it's and I don't remember the name of the golf course that's down there. Somebody will remind me, and and it'll, everybody will pop up on my Twitter and my Facebook, and you'll remind me the name of that old golf. Gosh, it bothers me. I can't think of the name. Um, wow, you yeah. And the way if you show the video one more time, the best way to understand how deep the water is, and how river much water. Walk. It, oh, river walk. river walk. Now, doesn't that make sense considering we keep saying the word river? Um, That's more you, like river run at this point. Right. If you look at the river poles, sprint. look, if you look at the street pole, like the poles for like, uh, you know, like uh, traffic lights and so on. I mean, you're halfway up the street. Oh, my God, dude. Look at these pictures and these videos. That's crazy. How is that happening? How does that happen? I mean, it happens all it's the time. So much. This is exactly what happened in Oxnard, like, what, a month ago? Uh there's just it was so much water at the same time that it's just not it's just like there's nothing you can do about it it's not yeah. about the drain i mean we all know that river floods regardless Period. but when it when you get that much rain that fast it's just no one's ready for it, it yeah just and, what it is and that is why um that is why the way this conversation began my phone has been blowing up with people around the country uh my family my cousins in florida are like hey are you okay are you guys all right we're, we're fine we're fine it's just that you know, they see all these sensational videos, uh, which are dangerous, obviously. And and that's what makes the best TV. If you're the NBC nightly news, if you're ABC's World News Tonight, if you're CNN and you're a national news broadcaster, that, those are the videos you show. You don't show the puddles in my driveway in Cardiff. It's just not yeah. sexy enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even leave my house yesterday. Besides walking the dog, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to. I don't even know. I'm sure everybody's car is fine. But like. I, I walked around this morning and it was just puddles and puddles and puddles. I'm talking about like legit, like full on, like that's the sidewalk. The water mm -hmm. was up to the sidewalk still because it was raining this morning. Like when I woke up, it was still yeah, raining. It rained last night at like 1 a.m. It started raining and two. It was out of nowhere. It was like. Yeah, I know it poured. I mean, it absolutely poured earlier this morning. No different than yesterday. My daughter said to me last night, she goes, Dad, um, for dinner tonight, can we have pho? I don't ever eat pho. I don't really even know what pho is. I have a hard time navigating the menu because it's not like on my standards. You know what I mean? It's like like Italian food, Chinese food, Mediterranean food, burgers, right? Like I never really think about pho, but it was is so it pronounced cold. Pho or pho? I, pho. I, I always thought it was pho, 
but now they right. tell me it's pho. So, and and I will tell you, it was pho ahem, nominal, nominal last night. Yeah. Uh, but because it was so hot, it, it was so cold outside that I, that hot soup thing, you know, and all the like, I don't know what kind of noodle or whatever the hell's in there, dude. But it was nice. It was warm. You know, it was good. Don't give me that look, Browner, when I say that the pho was phenomenal. Ain't nothing wrong with that, dog. Ain't nothing wrong You're with right. that. You're right. I'm glad yeah. you was able to voice your, your uh, opinion. Yeah. This All is right, a pho household, by the way. We're oh, big, really? We're big, we're, big, we're big on pho in this house. Oh, I'm trying you to get it? into it now. I'm trying to, no, I'm trying to figure no, it I don't out. make it. Come on. I ain't making no pho. I'm making I don't even know what, what's in yeah, it. I just know I pho? like it. He don't make no pho. He makes he makes <laughs> Albo Dangas. It's have a shirt that says "What the fuck?" All right, I don't think this will. This is going to get me in trouble. I buy that. I don't know if you've ever gone down El Cajon Boulevard, Browner, towards San Diego State, towards that area. Yes. If you once you pass the 15, it becomes there's a lot of fuh on that street, and there's a certain part once you pass uh, Fairmont Avenue. Once you Mm -hmm. pass that from there to college, there's a lot of fuh on on the way on El Cajon Boulevard. My favorite name of any restaurant in the world. Hands mm-hmm. down, Fu King. Pho King. Yeah, Browner. Yeah. yeah. Look at look at those effects, man. Browner right. got fireworks blowing up behind him. Right. Yeah. 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 That, that doesn't work right for me. There. Doesn't work for me. Are you dude. sure it don't work for you? Try it. You, you gotta, gotta hold it. it. You gotta hold it. I gave the hold. thumbs up, double thumbs up. You know? Oh yeah. Look, Browner so, got the effects. I don't get the effects. I could teach you how to turn it on, but it yeah. I think I it's fun. You. I think it's funny. Yeah. Um, so listen, um, let me let me get back on track here. Uh we, we've done a full blown weather report. Let me ask you guys. Um I'm just curious because today is a Taco Tuesday. Have you guys looked at Prize Picks yet today to see what kind of deals you can get? Because I'll say this: there were two really big things that happened last night in the NBA. And while I know we're going to get back to the Harbaugh to the Chargers potential story, um, I'm going to go tonight to the Lakers Clippers, which is actually a Clipper home game. No LeBron. And by the way, and LeBron, hey LeBron, what's the deal, bro? Like you look just fine on Sunday night, dunking the basketball through traffic, and you look just fine when D'Angelo Russell bounced one to you and you went up and alley-ooped it. You look just fine. Now, all of a sudden, you got an ankle problem? Why does LeBron not want to play against the Clippers is my question. You know, Because uh, they've beat him twice already this year, so you got that on him. Now the Clippers are playing well, so when they beat the Lakers tonight by a lot, LeBron wasn't on the court, and that's a nice excuse. Okay. All right. Well, there, Lakers beat the Clippers answer. twice already, so. Right. So today being Taco Tuesday on Prize Picks, I'm looking at one play in particular, Browner. Tell me what you think about this. And by the way, last night, Joel Embiid scored, was it 70? Mm-hmm. And then Carl Anthony Towns last night scored 60-something. And lost. And his, and his team lost. Because and, he was ball hogging in the fourth quarter. And and the coach actually <laughs> benched him. The coach was like, what are you doing, man? You're just firing him. What, what you think that because he got 70, you got to try and catch up to him tonight? I mean, to have a performance where you score 60-some-odd points in an NBA basketball game and your team loses and you get benched, bro, that's embarrassing. You're also missing the fact that they got outscored in the fourth quarter by a lot. Like, it was – if they were easily winning that game and they got outscored Mm -hmm. 36-18 to in the fourth quarter. 
I did not watch the game. I wouldn't have had any interest in the game. It just so happens that I um, just happened to see the stuff on, on SportsCenter and I read about it on Twitter. But to hear that a player could score 60 some odd points in a game and get benched, uh, that was crazy to me. So today, this coach me... ripped him. Oh, really? Do, do you have it? Really? Yes, yes. he should have. Okay, let's. let's it was that. an absolute disgusting performance of defense and immature basketball um, all the way through the game. So it really didn't slip away. It had been there from the jump. So this is what happens when you uh, have this type of approach. Oh, wow. Hornets wow. were 9-31 and 31 going into that game, by the way. And the Timberwolves are the best team in the West. That is insane. Um, got what you got. This is what happens. You, you want to yep. ball hog and you want to you try and catch up to somebody because they scored 70 points in a game? That's crazy. Did hey, you see so, Kevin Durant's reaction? I know you're on a price picks ad real quick. No, that's okay. Here. Keep going. Yeah. Kevin Durant's reaction. He had no idea. So you're saying like maybe Carl Anthony Towns knew. Kevin Durant didn't know what had happened. He was playing that same night. He, this is him finding out. Brandon, I don't know if you saw Joel Embiid score 70. Cat had 60. 70? Yeah. Joel had a 70 today. 53. Yeah, yeah 70. So what did nights like tonight mean in the NBA? Wow. And he had 42 and beat the Bulls at the buzzer because I was watching it on television going, is someone going to guard him? Somebody, please, anybody. Mm. By the way, well, look at prospects. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Half a yard. Go now. Okay, wait Half a second. A yard. Okay, okay, so good. So I'm so glad you're telling me this. So, so Christian McCaffrey, they're giving you a 99% discount on Christian McCaffrey. Now, tonight, let me throw this one by you. They're giving you a 14% discount on Jalen Williams from Oklahoma City playing mm -hmm. Portland. Now, listen to this, Browner. Points, rebounds, and assists. Points, rebounds, and assists. What do you think about that? 24 and a half. Do you I take it? I, he's a good player. I wouldn't do that. He's well, they're not giving you this big this... discount, 14% discount, though. They are, but he his stature in the league. He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's a good player. He's a good rotational player. He's a, maybe the third best, arguably the third best player on their team. Uh, after uh, um, so Shea Gildress, and then it's uh, Holmgren. Mm -hmm. But that third player could be him or Josh Giddy. Or Lou Dort, like the Oklahoma City Thunder have a, a plethora of good young players who could have a night. So I just, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Um, okay, so not so for big I, money, but you can get my five. I, put I can't five on it. I can't believe this Christian McCaffrey uh, 0.5 yards rushing, and um, I'll probably put him together with Isaiah Pacheco. Now, Alex, you tried to talk me out of this yesterday, and you said, "Hey, Isaiah Pacheco rush, rushing the football for Kansas City against this Baltimore defense. His number mm -hmm. is 63 and a half." He's been doing that every week in the playoffs. I'm gonna I'm gonna play him more just because I've been I've been with him all season, uh, or at least all playoff season. So or or wait a second, here's one. You could get Isaiah Pacheco for 0.5 rushing receiving touchdowns. Mm -hmm. I don't know about that mm -hmm. one. I'm not so sure. I don't know. Um, wow, Justin Tucker, 1.5 field goals made. I so wait a second. So I've got this Christian McCaffrey play, and I can wait it out. It's it's it, you don't have to play it today. It's a long time. I mean, you can play it all you week. Got 125 hours. Yeah, you do. All right. So um, I got to figure out tonight, as far as the NBA is concerned, um, I'm going to take this whole Jalen Williams. I'll take the discount and give it a shot. But what do you think is like tonight with the Lakers playing the Clippers? Is there something maybe like with I don't know. Wait, maybe it's James Harden, or maybe it's Paul George. 
maybe maybe I take AD because AD's got to do it without LeBron. Maybe D'Angelo Russell. I don't know. Give me something here, Browner. Uh, I would <laughs> see again. I would always caution people for the blowout. Look at the look at who the other team is playing. I think tonight, Jokic for forty nine points, rebounds, and assists. <laughs> I think that's a very good number. I also think Aaron Gordon for 25 points, rebounds, and assists. I think that's a good number because they'll be playing Indiana. Indiana's got all their players back, and they've added Pascal Siakam. So one that won't be a blowout that'll probably be close, and you'll need these guys out there. What about really AD-Paul-George combo, 52 and a half? How do I play that? Under points? Combo. Points combo, right after points, rebounds. <laughs> Excuse me. My Jeez, goodness. dude. Oh. Oh. Wait, AD and Paul George, 52 and a half? Um, combo. Oh, I love that. I'm taking that. Oh, Nick. Hey, how about this? How about Jokic and Anthony Davis? 56 and a half combo. I wouldn't take that. Okay. Well, I do like the AD. I do like the AD Paul George. I do like that one. Um, I'm also going to take James Harden 17 and a half points. I'm going to take him for more and I'm going to put them together with that Jalen Williams, uh, discount. So, Nice. All right, I'm making my prize picks. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. You could turn 10 bucks into a thousand bucks. They make it easy for you to deposit money with your Apple Pay. They make it easy for you to withdraw money. Um, and all you have to do is go to prizepicks.com slash great friends. They match your first deposit 100% up to $100. We're going to get back to Harbaugh and the possibility of him going to the Chargers. Stick around. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. All right, everybody, a uh, little halftime report here on Kaplan and Crew. A uh, couple of things. Number one, you can see we are rocking our Kaplan and Crew hoodies today. We freaking love these hoodies. Of all the merch that we have created, this is by far and away my favorite. So I want to say to everybody, look, this is how you help the show. If you watch every day, if you listen every day, and by the way, this is only for YouTubers and audio podcasters. You're the core of what we do. So we ask you to buy the hoodies, buy the hats, buy the fanny packs, buy the coffee mugs, because we want you to help us spread the word of the show. So listen, it's not that expensive, number one. Number two, you're going to love it. You're going to wear it. Number three, you're going to help the show by spreading the word. And I promise you guys this, I promise you, I will get a deposit in my bank account for about $17 this month because we don't make money from this. There's a third party. When you buy it, they make it and they ship it. We don't make any money off this deal. So all we're asking for is for you to help by spreading the word of the show. That's it. Go to kaplanandcrew.com, kaplanandcrew.com. That's where you find out uh, all the information about our merch shop. Um, and just one last thing, a quick reminder one more time about our people at Price Picks. And the reason I mention it today is because today's Taco Tuesday. So today's the day where you get like extra special deals. So you opt in, you're playing on Taco Tuesday, and you're going to find all kinds of fun plays out there today. Again, I remind you, now when you combine basketball and football, you could turn 10 bucks into $1,000. It's going to take skill. It's going to take knowledge. It's going to take know-how, and it's probably going to take a bunch of luck, but it can happen for you. I was so close this weekend to turning 20 bucks into 200 bucks when I put together all four quarterbacks. So if you haven't put in your first deposit yet, now's the time. And if you have put in your first deposit and you need to reload your account, you can use Apple Pay on your phone. Super simple. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. You know I'm promoting the hell out of these guys because they're phenomenal partners to the show. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. Let's get back to
Yo, great friends. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. It's Tuesday afternoon. We are in the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. Okay, so let's go back to where we were earlier in today's broadcast, which is the uh, opinion that seems to be uh, gaining a lot of steam out there that Jim Harbaugh and the Chargers, who are, according to the reports, going to have their second visit together, uh, that that this seems to be moving towards a direction of Jim Harbaugh taking over the Chargers. And I'll just say it like this. Um, if I were in the Spanos' shoes, I would consider this the most desperate time in the history of the franchise, and I'll I'll spell it out real quickly. The Chargers, we all know the story, moved to L.A. because they were pursuing a higher valuation. The, the franchise's value skyrockets, which it, it has done. It, it hasn't gone crazy. It has. They are worth more today than they were worth when they were in San Diego. If the Chargers were still in San Diego today, they'd be worth more than they were when they were still in San Diego. Does that make sense? In other words, yeah. when the Rams moved from St. Louis, to LA and they built the greatest stadium that there is in, in the world, frankly, uh, the, the Rams went from being like the 28th most valuable team, 28 of 32 to now they're top three, top four. The chargers were more like in the 24 ish kind of range in terms of valuations of all 32 franchises. And now they're considered like in the 16th range. No, so I still by- think they're in the 20s. Oh, really? You would have to check the Forbes list for me just to to confirm that what I'm saying. My point is, is this, is that the Chargers were worth, I'm making up a number, $2 billion when they were in San Diego. And today, let's say that they're worth $4 billion in LA. If the Chargers were still in San Diego today, their value would have gone up 50%, but they wouldn't have gone up to where they are in LA, but they didn't go up as high in LA as they thought they were going to. The Rams went from bottom of the barrel to top of the NFL. The Chargers, Chargers last year, four point one five billion, uh, which is twenty fifth in the NFL. Okay, so so think about that. The Chargers chased valuation in Los Angeles, and frankly, while the valuation has doubled from when they were in San Diego to where they are in LA, rather than than the Chargers of Los Angeles being in the same you know breath as the Giants or the Cowboys or the Rams or the Patriots, rather they're in that secondary sort of uh, value, like the Jets. I, you'd have to tell me where the Jets are on the Forbes list. But to be a team that is in Los Angeles and only be considered the 25th most valuable franchise in the NFL, the Chargers did not get from the move what they expected from the move. And to make matters worse, and this is why hiring Jim Harbaugh would be the smartest investment of money that they could make, to make matters worse, the Rams have already gone to and won a Super Bowl in their home stadium in Los Angeles. And this year in particular, the Rams with their consistency of their coaching staff and their superstar quarterback, et cetera, they made a playoff run that was completely unexpected by the NFL world. And the Chargers failed flat on their face, just fell and completely just looked, I mean, as bad as they've ever looked this year when they were expected to be a real Super Bowl contender. The Rams are on their way up. The Chargers are on their way down in the L.A. market. For the Chargers to catch up in any way, corporate sales, suite sales, ticket sales, merch, believability, 
viability, winning for anything that the Chargers want to do going forward. If ever there was a time in the franchise's history where they were so desperate to go completely against what they've always been, which is cheap. That's why you hire Norv Turner as a retread. It's why you hire Mike McCoy as a first-time head coach. It's why you hire Anthony Lynn as a first-time head coach. It's why you go get Boy Wonder, Brandon Staley, as a first-time head coach when the guy was coaching Division Three football two years earlier. I'm exaggerating, but you understand my point. If ever there was a time in the history of a franchise, now is the time for the Chargers to back up the Brinks truck and give it all, the, the control, the power, and the money to the hottest name in coaching, and a guy who has a proven track record of winning, you give this money to Jim Harbaugh. Would it kill me to see Jim Harbaugh go to the Chargers? Of course it would, because I'm a Harbaugh fan. I love Jim Harbaugh, and this is my least favorite franchise. But it would be the absolute smartest thing for the Chargers to do, and with all the reports and all the rumors, let's see if it actually goes down. So I still have my questions. On Pro Football Talk, they reported what – Mike Garofolo said, saying the Chargers and Jim Harbaugh reportedly are in quote striking distance for a deal. That was the, what Mike Garofolo opined mm-hmm. on NFL Network. Mm-hmm. And they replied to their own post on Twitter or X, excuse me, and Pro Football Talk, which is Mike Florio. It's not really a network, it's him. And he Dude. said, We heard earlier today, Scott, hold on to your butts on this one. We heard earlier today that. Pete Carroll is making a push for the Chargers job. Think about this. I'll throw this Hmm. idea at you. You ready? You're the Chargers. Jim Harbaugh wants $20 million a year to coach your team. Jim Harbaugh is 60-ish, 58-ish, somewhere in that neighborhood. Jim Harbaugh is energetic. Jim Harbaugh is uh, long. Jim Harbaugh is 60. Jim Harbaugh is long for this job. Pete Carroll's 72, although has the energy of a Mm -hmm. 60-year-old guy like like Jim Harbaugh does. And now I have to ask myself this question. Who does more for me in Los Angeles? Harbaugh coming off a national championship at Michigan or Pete Carroll returning to L.A. where he was insanely successful with USC? And then I'll just balance the dollars, okay? Jim Harbaugh, $20 million. Pete Carroll desperately wants to finish his career. He'd love to come back to LA where he was a superstar, where he has a lot of connections and relationships and people love and believe in Pete Carroll. Harbaugh, 20 million. Pete Carroll, 8 million. I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay. I wanted to start there because this might be another tier of, of level of coach that you might also look into. And the three of us said, now that's a guy that makes sense. According to Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk says Mike Vrabel is also still in the mix. Mm-hmm. That's going to be your guy at the end of the day when all this shakes out, man. I think if Pete Carroll really wants a job, he'll take it for less. I think Jim Harbaugh will take the job only at the top dollar. And that's the thing. To me, There, for the first time in a long time, I don't think they can lose in their coaching search. I don't think they're going to get a bad coach. For the first time since I've been – you know, following this organization from a fan perspective, this would be the first coach they got where I was like, I know who that is. I've seen them be successful. And I think that that can translate from the other job to this job. I think Mike Vrabel's success can translate from that job to this job. 
I damn sure think Pete Carroll's success can translate from that job to this job. And obviously, I believe in Harbaugh, but I think what's happening with Harbaugh, the way that that guy reported it, it makes it feel like his next report will be, well, talks broke down at the last minute. That's what that guy's report sounds like. It'll turn into talks broke down in the last minute. And if the Chargers are now getting a lot, they're getting inundated with these, you know, high-level dudes, they're going to take the cheapest one. Let me, it's a win. let me play that beginning part, because if I remember correctly, I think it's what Browner's talking about. And this feels like we're now in the uh, zone where something could happen between the Chargers and Jim Harbaugh in the near future. My understanding is that it is an extremely strong offer that they have made to him financially. Uh, they're now in the point where they're di- going to discuss staffing when it comes to general manager and obviously the coaching staff who is going to work alongside Harbaugh as well. So this feels like. So all that is mm-hmm. where talks can break down. Correct. The offer, the coaching staff, who's working where, who's my GM. So you're right. Like it's not, it wasn't a report like this is happening. Correct. But they're they are at a point now, Corey, if you believe it, that they are now discussing staff. Because the staff not gonna be cheap. And either. then but what did we talk about yesterday? Kellen, Kellen Moore. Moore being blocked by the Bears or being blocked by the Chargers to be interviewed with From the, the Bears. Bears. Why? Because he's got a contract with the Chargers. They already blocked their special teams coach from interviewing elsewhere as well, because they're keeping that special teams coach. Oh. So you can just put two and two together that it's those two guys are probably gonna be on the staff regardless of who the coach is. Well, not if Jim Harbaugh's a coach. Mm. I th- I still stand by the opinion if you give Jim Harbaugh his money, he'll do it. I stand by that opinion. I will I will die on that hill. If you give Jim Harbaugh his million, his millions, he will take that job and he'll let you dictate See, other things. Here's why I don't because he can get the same amount of money from Atlanta. I think his preference is the Chargers already have a quarterback. Therefore, this will be easier going forward i still think it's either he goes back to michigan for a boat ton of money or he gets the he gets the chargers to actually pony up that's about it for me i don't as think far as, as far as the quarterback goes to be honest with you browner i i really don't believe that the quarterback plays into it i i really don't really i don't i i think for jim harbaugh okay the, the reason that this is like a, a a conversation to be had is because you got to understand jim when he was a player finished his career or at least the latter part of his career was wearing a charger uniform. I think we, we actually looked into this last week. Um, he played for the chargers. He started for the chargers. He didn't succeed for the chargers as a player, not like he had succeeded in Chicago or in Indianapolis, but he was a charger player at the end of his career. Uh, San Diego has kind of now become part of Jim Harbaugh's DNA. Uh, obviously with his uh, ties to the University of San Diego, which is where his head coaching career began. But Jim Harbaugh, uh, there's a guy, I got to tell you his name, it'll come to me here in a second. Jim Harbaugh has a house in Coronado. And I'll, I'll tell you the guy's name. It'll uh, it, Since it's not popping up in my head. It's Bill gonna, Gates. No, 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 no. Um, his name is Todd. I got to come up with it. And the reason I... I no, not his name is Todd Anson. Todd, thank you. Todd Anson here, here and Todd, I know you're listening, man, because Todd lives in Coronado. Todd's family is here in San Diego. Let me tell you a quick story about Todd and his Here's how this all goes. Todd Anson uh, is a Michigan guy. And um, he, Todd was very, very close to Dick Emberg. And Dick is a Michigan guy, not University of Michigan. Uh, Dick 
is a Michigan man, like the state of Michigan. And I want to say Dick was an Eastern Michigan alum. Um, and Todd was, Todd's a very successful guy, lives down in Coronado, was extremely generous to Dick's alma mater on Dick's behalf. This is all before Dick died. And I got to know Todd through my relationship with Dick Ember. Now, you can look this up. You can Google this, Alex. You could Google this really quickly. When Jim Harbaugh was the coach of the 49ers and there was this engineering of getting Harbaugh from the 49ers to Michigan, it was Todd Anson, San Diego resident, Coronado resident, uh, Michigan man, um, and a guy who, you know, just he, he's got these sorts of relationships. Todd was the guy that was credited in a book by a gentleman. I want to say his name is John Bacon. I, I know the last name was Bacon, like Bacon. Uh, and and Todd, it's documented in the book how Todd essentially engineered between Harbaugh and his alma mater to get Harbaugh back to Michigan. Todd is uh, is sort of credited with that. And Alex, I don't know if you're Googling this right now to find out. I'm just out reading his tweets, that's all. Who uh, Whose tweets? Todd Anson. Oh, really? I don't even yeah. follow Todd on Twitter. What's he saying? I'm just trying to read, see if there's anything about Harbaugh in here. He tweets a lot. Hmm. <laughs> that's it really was, funny. Uh, I, I actually don't follow Todd on Twitter. I only follow him on, on, uh, on Facebook. Uh, Todd Anton uh, replied to a article on Michigan Daily saying, don't blame Ward Manuel alone for Harbaugh's lack of extension, where Todd replied, time to grow up, Connor. Harbaugh has nothing left to prove in terms of his loyalty to Michigan. He promised seven years. He gave nine with a national championship. Um, his his Twitter says, um, and I'm just seeing if this is the same guy. I've got him at Todd Anson. Do you have him at Todd? I just make sure I because no, this is this is from no. Seattle, Washington. TJA for Michigan. Okay, TJA the number four, number four Michigan. Okay, got him here. I've never followed him on on Twitter. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, if if Todd Anson is saying things like that, that's not good for Michigan. You know. That is not good for Michigan because Todd is very tied in. In fact, when when Jim hired um, Don Yee to be his agent, that surprised me because I know that Todd was deeply, deeply involved in Jim's business, um, and he's a lawyer. Uh, but I think the Don Yee thing goes back to Don Yee being the agent for um, for Sean Payton in Denver and putting that deal together. So if you're looking at Todd Anson's tweets, um, I mean that it could stand to reason that uh, that that's perhaps why Jim is 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 even considering leaving. I mean, other than the obvious, the money, you know. Yeah, I just think that I've we've we've been around this business long enough where a lot of times, ninety five to ninety nine, hundred percent of the times, decisions are made upon money. Mm-hmm. You know. So mm-hmm. if, like I said, if the Chargers pony up and give him the Harbaugh his money, what he's asking for, he'll do it. And if he doesn't, Michigan's already given him an offer. He'll go do that. And then next winter, we'll be back here again. That's why I don't think Atlanta. That's why I think Atlanta's also an option because Arthur Blank's got a ton of money and a fantastic offensive roster. Like that. So when you say you just think it's between the Chargers and Michigan, if it's really just about money, Arthur Blank's got more money than the Spanhoses. He's willing to spend think, more money than the Spanoses. I think that 
the difference between the Spanoses and Arthur Blank is Arthur Blank probably listens to his people. And then True. in the Spanos family, it's just the Spanos family. You know, Arthur Blank, his president of football operations is not his son. His general manager is not his son. He has a president of the team. He has a general manager of the team. And I think that over there, dude, they just requested to interview both Lions offensive coordinators, which they can't do until after the game. So it's not like they're in a hurry to do anything, which is surprising to me because I really did think Arthur Blank would just hire the top name guy, go for immediately. But he's clearly listening to his staff. Well, I just sent a text to Todd. Mm-hmm. And I'll see what now. I will tell you one thing about Todd and Todd. I'm sending you a ton of love, just so you know. Um, and I and I've actually been been talking to Todd about this. You know, Todd has a grandson who has become extremely, extremely ill, like a little tiny baby. Oh. Yeah, really sad. Um, and I've been following the family's, uh, you know, situation circumstances on Facebook. I've never followed Todd on Twitter, so I didn't. I never even thought he would be on Twitter, to be honest with you. Um, so. I've, I've sort of not pushed Todd on, you know, what's the deal with Jim because Jim Harbaugh has been uh, very generous, if you will, with his, um, I don't know, time and fame in trying to help the family as they're going through this issue with the grandson. So Todd, I'm sending you and your family, just all the love in the world, man. And I'm just, I will tell you, I'm saying it on radio. So if you're out there driving around and I'm saying it for everybody that's watching and listening, you know, I'm sending you a text. I mean, if you can give us any info on if Harbaugh is really, really serious about the Chargers. I mean, I'm sure he's serious because anybody who's a business person who hears $20 million, you have to be considering it. And if the, the tweet you just read, I don't know who the person was that he was talking to. He was at the president of the university or the athletic director. I'm not sure, Alex. But to say on a public forum, essentially, hey, Harbaugh delivered the national championship. What was the the, the rest of that tweet? Do you, do you recall it? I, I don't know if you still has, have it up or not. No, I don't. He has nothing else to prove, something like that. He has nothing else to prove. Yeah. yeah I mean, and again, the, the Charger thing, to me, it's not about the quarterback. It's about he played for the San Diego Chargers. He coached at the University of San Diego. His off-season home base is Coronado. And you're two hours north in L.A. And – you know, um, that to me is what makes the Chargers attractive. Honestly, I just don't think the quarterback is that much a part of it. You just won a national championship with uh, McCarthy. You know, in a, in a in a game that's dominated by Heisman winners and and, and quarterbacks, Correct. and he just turned that with guy J. into the J. most J. successful McCarthy. Michigan quarterback ever. Yeah. So JJ McCarthy, he was winning. He was winning constantly with Colin Kaepernick, who fell off the face of the planet once Jim Harbaugh left. So, True. and that's a lot. But I'm talking about football wise, he got bad too. I'm not talking about the other stuff. Like football wise, no, no, that's got, what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I think every time you bring that name up, everybody starts going elsewhere. So it's confusing. Yes, I agree. Yeah. But the, but the, the report that Pete Carroll would be a interesting because remember we talked about this earlier in the show. All these coaching names you've never heard Pete Carroll's name for being interviewed. Not one place Not for one. Pete. If, if you're Pete and you want to get back on the sidelines, LA is the place for you. And I suppose that one thing you have to offer that Jim does not necessarily have to offer. Don't get me wrong. There's probably a ton of Michigan alums in LA and they probably all have big businesses, not all of them, but some of them probably have big businesses and big connections to business and would love to support Harbaugh. If he were the new coach of the chargers, but when it comes to Pete Carroll, 
the USC alumni base that still loves Pete Carroll to all of a sudden be incorporated into the world of the Chargers at a much lesser price for the next three, four, five years, that is probably worthy of some consideration also. By the way, if Jim Harbaugh takes the Charger job or Pete Carroll takes the Charger job, both of them are worst nightmare scenarios for a guy like me. Because I love both I think, of those dudes. And I, I've said this numerously. If those are your three guys, you better get one of them. Correct. If you come back, if you come, Carol, who's a third? And Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. Uh, if yeah. you come back and you give, I don't care how successful the Lions are. If you come back and you throw Ben Johnson as your head coach, good luck. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's another first timer. All right. Hey, mm. this uh, this segment of Kaplan and Crew being brought to us by our great friends at Prize Picks, prizepicks.com slash great friends, prizepicks.com slash great friends. If I told you you could turn 10 bucks into a thousand bucks with just a few clicks, wouldn't you want to take that chance? Come play. Prizepicks.com slash great friends. They match your first deposit 100% up to 100 bucks. And now is the time. Stick around. Plenty more to get to. Hey, great friends. Tuesday afternoon, Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. Um, hey, Alex, before we uh, get moving on here, we've talked a lot of today about Harbaugh and the Chargers and the rumors. And uh, I'll tell you right now, I got to be honest with you guys, the more and more we talk about it and the more and more reports that come out or at least opinions that come out, the, the scarier it is. Because, mm. again, you know, people have always said to me, they're like, hey, if your son played for the Chargers, would you become a Charger fan again? And of course, I mean, I'd have no choice, right? It's my son. You say to me, they go, hey, if your buddy Alex Van Pelt became the offensive coordinator or the head coach of the Chargers, would you become a Charger fan again? I'd be like, how could I not support my guy? Um, right. But, but when it comes to Harbaugh, I'm not nearly as close to Harbaugh. And when it comes to Pete Carroll, I'm not nearly as close. But I, I happen to love both of those guys. Um, and it would be very hard for me to not want to support them um, but I can tell you, I would not jump back on the bandwagon. I wouldn't become a fan again. I wouldn't find myself going to games. I probably would just not be as, as vocal about my, uh, wanting to see them lose. Cause I mean, Harbaugh, I love that guy and Pete Carroll. I love that guy. And, and, and I just, unfortunately, I don't think mm. any coach will ever really, um, change the fortune of ownership. I disagree um, with that. But well, of course. I mean, why not? Look, there's evidence. I mean, look at the Detroit Lions. I mean, I I, I, would, I I would tell you that well, but Cincinnati, there is at least a little bit of history of some success, you know. Yeah, they, I guess that's true. I mean, they have been in a in a Super that's Bowl. True. Um, they they you know, they they did during the Marvin Lewis era, they did make a bunch of playoffs, you know, they yeah. were kind of a perennial playoff team. That's true. By the way, Marvin Lewis, uh, the former Cincinnati Bengals coach, yesterday signing on with the Vegas Raiders, like now officially in a in a role. Not sure anybody knows exactly what that role is. I'm not sure it's been defined per se. Some sort of a, you know, consulting type role. Man, I got my eye. I'm it right now. There's going to be a lot of black folks start working for the Raiders. I got my eye on that Raiders job, though. I want that offensive coordinator job for my guy. I would love to see him get that offensive mm. coordinator job of the Raiders. I really would. 
and be told, hey, you handle the Raiders or you handle the offense. But to your point about there'd be a lot of black guys being hired by the Raiders, I'd say Eric Bannemi would be a be a really I'm good about, hire. I'm about to get real black in, in, in Las Vegas, man. I'm yeah. telling you right now. It's going to be the brotherhood out there. That's going to be Wakanda for football. Oh, really? You think everybody's going to be wearing the black Air Force Ones? I think that I think that what Antonio Pierce is going to do with his coaching staff is going to resemble kind of what Dion was trying to do in Colorado with his coaching staff. Bring in people who have achieved things. So when you go to tell somebody something, you have their ear more than being the coach's son, the nephew or any of this madness. Like, I don't I don't see a lot of nepotism going to happen on the Pierce staff up up because I mean, he's not a kid, but. I think you're going to see a lot of ex-NFL players um, of darker skin working for the Raiders. I don't know. There are plenty of white guys on the coaching staff for prime at uh, at Colorado. Yeah. Plenty. Sean Lewis. Uh, where he well, at now? Well, I was thinking about well, where State. he at now. He's now the head coach of San Diego State. Um, which, by the way, we should we, we really should get him on the show. We've not had him on yet. Uh, at um, some point. Yeah. I also think about my buddy Sal Sinceri, who was the defensive line coach at Colorado. And uh, there's another guy, there's a kid from Valley Center who uh, played his college ball at Utah, who's on the Dion staff. He's a special teams coordinator. So there, there were a couple of white guys there. Who's uh, their quarterback? I'm not saying there's none. Who's the Raiders quarterback? Yeah. I'd say TBD. Then none of this matters until you TBD answer that. Yeah. Well, I don't think Wait, they can get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo yet. I don't know what their pick is. I don't know what the Raiders pick is. I mean, they didn't make the playoffs, so probably top 20. But um, I. I don't. 13. Okay. So 13. There might be a quarterback at 13. Michael Penix. Dang, I don't like no Michael Penix. There ain't going to be no quarterback after like eight. Maybe. Maybe Michael, you're right. No, <laughs> they go trade up. 13. Dude, Michael Penix is not. Up. Michael Penix is not a guy you trade up for in the first round, no. given his injury history and what I saw out of that guy in the national championship game. I'm sorry, man. I am not in on Michael well, Penix. Might as well just trade for Malik Hooker at that point. Like that dude's just chilling behind Jared Goff. He ain't never gonna play. Don't he was be a first shocked. rounder. Don't be shocked if also you start see you see the Chargers move out of where they picking in the draft because because of the cap situation. They need picks. They need picks. So I wouldn't be shocked if I saw a Raider Charger trade on draft night for the simple fact that to move up to number five to get a quarterback. Now you set because they have to have a quarterback. They they can't. I don't think they could come back with Russell Wilson. I don't think they could come back with a veteran who who you know has had a, a turn here and a turn there. I think they need a fresh start at quarterback with a rookie who's going to take them into the future. That's why I think they're going to look to move up in the draft. Mm. Well, um, I uh, I will tell you. I just I, I don't want to say from who, but. Uh, whatever. I, I'll leave it until a little bit later. Let's see what happens on this Harbaugh Charger thing. And say what you got to say. What you? Why would you no, do that? Be, because somebody, if we did that to you, you'd be like, "Oh, come on, you can't do that." Well, I can't really say from who. You don't have to say from who. I understand. This person thinks that the the this person thinks this capital that, J. Who's capital J? No, this is not journalism, right here. Okay. Um, he says uh, he, he doesn't really know this person, but it, that's he, not what he said. You know, it, it, is, it is what he said. He said, he, he, I swear to God, it's exactly what he said. I'll quote, I'll, but he said, don't quote me. So that's exactly what he said. He said, um, he okay. Said, for those, those listening, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Do your thing. Well, the thing is, is that I just mentioned this person's name on the air. Right. So I don't want to, I don't want to screw him over. You understand what I'm saying? He already did. Have I? 
Yes. Well, then I'm not going to say what the rest of what he said. How about that? Okay, you can tell us off. Why don't you text me and then I'll I'll quote it from my source. Mm. Your source, by the way, should have some more information for us today as well. Yeah, yeah you probably. Should th- you should be thumbing right now, bro. Yeah, you yeah. should be. I mean, your source is the one that told us about, you know, the meeting, the money, and and, and what it, it's all and about the money. What what about anything that I said mm-hmm. is not true? What did no, Garofalo exactly. just say? The exact yeah. same thing. Right. Give him his money. That's it. That that that's is what exactly second, that's what, what the second meeting is. Y'all yeah. got my money. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's, that's yeah. what this second meeting between Harbaugh and the Chargers comes down to, guys. Guys, do you want me? Yes. Okay. Are you going to pay me the twenty million dollars a year that it's going to take to get me to leave my alma mater where I just won a national championship? Are you going to pay me or are you not going to pay me? I wonder how many people are smart enough to just realize who texts you. Like it's not it's the easiest math problem ever, but I know math may not be math for a lot of people. Most people don't know who this guy is anyway. It doesn't really it doesn't matter. matter but, but like I did mention his name on the but air. You did in the last just segment. like you did just give a full breakdown. Well, I also like said that he minutes, said it's like biography said, about who he is. Well, and I also <laughs> said that he's been he's been in a book about how he negotiated and put together the deal to get right. Harbaugh from San Francisco to Michigan. But his his quote to me was. And he said, I don't really know. He said, but I do think, and I'll quote this part of it, because he does say, don't quote me. He said, but I don't know. He said, I think it's inevitable. Now, mm. that that is a scary phrase. Mm. You know? Thanos. That's what I was about to say. Mm. Maybe. Mm. Oh, I'm going to get blasted if this happens. I'm going to get I told you, you better start. You better start, you know, turning off your notifications, man, because you're going to get bombarded. Brother, no, I, you it, make you it, make predictions and you live with them. You know, sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. You know, mm-hmm. my prediction has been the entire time they're too cheap, and he'll go back to Michigan. If they prove me wrong that they're not too cheap, and he and he chooses not to go back to Michigan, prediction wrong. I've and always said they're too cheap to do it. Inevitable. That's what I. I Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers is quote inevitable. Just got the title for today's show. Oh Too really? Weak. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I kind of like. I might. You know. Let's. We're gonna have some fun today for sure. I think we should. I think we should. Um, all right. Listen. Let's do this. Let me. Uh, let me move on here for a couple other things tonight. San Diego State against Wyoming. It's a big game. Um, Wyoming's not really that good, but San Diego State has got to recover from the last couple of games where they've been on national TV and they've had a chance to kind of show off uh, who they are and, you know, remind people around the country, hey, these guys were in the national championship game a year ago. They're playing tonight, and is this game's on CBS Sports Network, and it tips off at 6, right? Mm-hmm. you got to win this game. Um, no I, I mean, I, asked I, about I, that one. I fully expect them to recover against, you know, a very mediocre Wyoming team, not that I've scouted them or watched them. I'm just looking at their record. Um, you know, their record is 10 and eight. They're like a little bit better than 500. Their points per game is 74. Their points against is 75. So they you did know. just put up 98 against Nevada. Okay. In college basketball, that's a ton of points. That is a lot of points. That's a lot of points. Mm-hmm. And I think that it always comes down to one guy and one guy only for San Diego State so far this season. Mm-hmm. How's Jaden Ledee going to play tonight? All right. Because the last game, the game this past weekend against Boise, uh, he did not have a great game, and his teammates did not exactly pick him up. Mm-hmm. You know, so 
Um, you going to this game tonight by chance? No, unless unless King's got some some hookup. Oh, King has not looked into any hookup. If King King's got some hookup, I'll gladly go tonight. Yeah. 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 You want to go to this game tonight? I'm down. Yeah. I wonder if uh the um all the, the flooding <laughs> Ooh, will prevent people from going. I don't know about people, but like well, I mean, it's I on just, the Mesa, everything comes down from saying that's Diego true. State. Yeah, that's but true. you know, it's just like I just wonder if the like any of yesterday's flooding has anything to do. Does it impact anybody anywhere? I'm gonna guess not. I'm I mean, if your car, if, right if, your, if your car was that white car we saw earlier, you ain't going to the game. Yeah, you got other issues. <laughs> I hope that person's there. okay. By the yeah. way, if right. your car was that white car we were watching on video earlier, bro, that car is totaled. Yes. Yeah, you you got other issues. You gonna miss tonight's game? Yeah, you gonna mm-hmm. resell them tickets? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, some other things we haven't gotten to yet this afternoon. Um, you know, it's amazing how frequently we see Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. On uh, on whether it's Fox or ESPN or CNBC, right? I mean, I got to give him credit. When you uh, are that famous and you become that wealthy, taking your money and spreading it into things that you are all about is a super cool thing to be able to do, you know? And uh, for Dwayne Johnson to now have the USFL merge with the uh what was the other league called the um xfl the xfl and now you've created is it the ufl the united football yeah. league you guys know me i i always am I'm in favor of these spring football leagues that give other guys an opportunity to you know put film together and make a chance you know to to get back to the nfl uh most of these guys all have a story as to why they're not NFL players. And some of those stories are just simply, Hey, I was the last guy cut, or I was in training camp with this team. And, you know, there's just not roster space and whatever, or maybe it was grades in school or whatever. Everybody's got a story. And so I root for these guys. They're, they're underdogs. You know, they're looking for a shot. And Dwayne Johnson shows up on the Fox NFL pregame show to, to announce this combination yesterday on CNBC or yesterday was earlier this morning on CNBC as another big deal is happening, this one around wrestling. I didn't realize how much he's still sort of involved in WWE because I think I I think a few weeks ago there was a WWE event here in San Diego, and it was on a Sunday night, and I'm kind of like 95% sure he was part of that show. Did you guys happen to see any of that? Not that I watch that much wrestling anymore. I did not. But I mean, just on social media, I was saying, it. So Alex, play mm-hmm. for us what Dwayne Johnson was talking about earlier today. Again, I think it was earlier today. Yeah. So the story is that Dwayne, the 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 multiple stories that happened this morning with wrestling is that uh, WWE's Monday Night Raw mm-hmm. is going to be moving from, I believe it's on the USA Network right now, and it'll be going to Netflix in 2025, starting in January. Um, and then at the same time, The Rock has been uh, took a board of director seat for a company called TKO which is the owner of both WWE and UFC. Uh, and at the same time, this all happened today. The Rock, when he took this board of director seat, also got all naming rights and everything. He now owns the words The Rock. That's interesting. I guess he, I guess he didn't own that. So now he owns all the likeness. He owns all the, the rights to The Rock. So The Rock is basically... In my opinion, it's going to be like, if you watch WWE, it sounds like it's going to be The Rock and Triple H running the joint, and The Rock has a say in UFC stuff now. So so um, I don't remember the name of the company, but... Um, TKO. Okay, but UFC was bought, 
Um, and maybe they created Endeavor. another company. Endeavor. There you go. Endeavor. Um, they bought the UFC. I don't remember a huge transaction a couple of years ago, billions of dollars from right? Zuffa. Zufa. Is that were those the uh, Frittata? The frit okay, Frittita. Is that how you say yeah. their name? Yeah, they're not the guys Frittata. Who, okay, they're the guys who own yeah. the. Uh, they're the, the guys UFC. who own the Houston Rockets. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. And, and so and so they owned the UFC. They mm -hmm. sold it to Endeavor. This TKO. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was like another name of another company that they created just to operate this whole thing. And then um, WWE, which was is or was a publicly traded company. They're now like they're in the same boat. They're under the same yes. umbrella. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Correct. All right, so why don't, yeah. why don't we make this our, our Tory Holistics highlight of the day then? What do you think about that? Yeah, sure. Promo code is better, bud, at Tory and California Holistics. Uh, when you spend a minimum of $75, you get 20% off your purchase at Tory and California Holistics when you use the promo code better, bud. Better, bud. Here is The Rock on CNBC this morning talking about uh, everything that happened. This, this is one of the reasons why this deal is so unprecedented, the one that I was able to do and come with Ari here. And again, I want to acknowledge Ari and give him his flowers because at the end of the day, he had a million reasons to say no, but he found the reason to say yes. And the reason why is because he understood, uh, as he told me face to face, this is your name and it comes from your family and that's important to me. So family is very important to us and the name The Rock, this is why it becomes invaluable. So the, the street valuation of the name The Rock, right. uh, you know, is... Yeah, it's got some significant behind it, but more importantly than that, it's just it's something that I earned, I built, and I own so much to that wild lunatic called The Rock. That, by the way, <laughs> we, I told him this last night. The greatest benefit of now completely owning the name The Rock, no gimmicks, no BS, across the board, full ownership, is the name The Rock. Years ago, really allowed me to be me. Right. And interesting. Very yeah. interesting. That's uh, by the way, Ari Emanuel. Mm -hmm. who the character Ari Gold and Entourage was based off of. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Well, And I guess he must, is he the guy who runs Endeavor? Yeah. Okay, got it. Wow, that's super yeah. cool. And I, I suspect, that I don't really know this, that Dwayne Johnson as a as an actor perhaps is represented by Endeavor? And Probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, think about the way this is all put together. You know, it's just I'm all sure about who you know, man. Yeah. Relations, there's heavy, heavy relationships within these people. But kudos to that guy, man. He was just a wrestler. Dude was just a wrestler. Now he's a business tycoon. Yeah. Like he owns a football league. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Come on. Hats off. I think for guy, me, man. like what I care about the most is Netflix UFC. jumping into the live sports world. And I know mm -hmm. WWE is not a sport per se, but for them to be doing live events now, from my understanding, they've done two. One was a completely botched, like, Love is Blind finale that didn't even end up airing because they had so many technical difficulties. Mm -hmm. And then two, I watched it, the Netflix Cup, which our buddy Jeff Newbarth produced for the F1 race where they had pro golfers and F1 racers golf together, like the match mm -hmm. it, at the win. Yeah. So I believe those are the only two live events I've ever done. Chris Rock. But was it even, did it, was it actually live though? Yes, it was live. Yeah. I thought it, like first okay so yes the first yeah. run of it the first run of it was live yes yeah so they're going into this live world and we already know what amazon's doing we already know they got football they just bought some baseball and now with netflix is going to go into here don't forget about apple also didn't apple get apple, mls mls yeah yeah mm -hmm. so yeah I and, mean, they play, I, and they do baseball games and, oh and peacock yeah 
Obviously, if, we just saw what happened to Peacock. Right. And if you're Netflix, um, by going out and doing a deal with the WWE for, for Monday Night Raw, they're, the numbers of viewers that watch that show live every week is monstrous. Mm -hmm. So you're getting a property that already has and expects a certain live look and feel. And it really doesn't matter anymore if it's on channel eight or 50 or 250, it, or if it's on cable or Peacock or Netflix or Apple or, or HBO Max or whatever. People have become so accustomed to using their remotes. To, to my, my television right now is on cable. I use my remote and I say, go to Netflix and it does it. So it's the, the friction that used to be there or used to make you feel like to go from platform to platform. It, it doesn't matter anymore. I think the most brilliant part about this is Netflix just bought themselves global, new global subscribers by doing this because people follow that religiously. And so therefore now you just tapped into a fan base that you may not have had before. So if any of these people don't have Netflix, they 100% will have Netflix now. And that's the yeah. that's the key. That's why live sports are so important because you are purchasing something that will bring people to your platform who follow that thing no matter what. No matter what. By the way, while all this is happening, and I know we've had this conversation all day long about Harbaugh, I just got another text from somebody. This is from uh, JT the Brick. No, no. Well, not. Yeah, I guess it's capital J. Capital J and capital T. JT the Brick in Las Vegas, who is the, kind of, you. is the voice of the Raiders radio network. Mm -hmm. He just sent me a tweet from, you guys remember Vincenzo Bonsignore? Oh, guy who yes. used to write for the LA Daily News. I believe mm -hmm. it was the LA Daily News or maybe it was, anyway. Um, and Vinny put out a tweet that says, another offensive coordinator candidate for the Raiders with connections to Marvin Lewis is former Browns offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt. And it said, Ooh. also, the Raiders are essentially filling out the entire offensive staff. I can see some of these candidates filling other positions if they're not the OC choice. So they're interviewing guys who for the offensive coordinator job, Luke but they Getsy. might be – Who? Oh. Luke Getze. Oh, or, I saw that almost grew up. It, well, you see, Getze would work for Alex because they have that whole experience. Okay, listen, stick around. We're in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. We're going to get uncensored. Radio listeners, plenty more to get to. This is Kaplan and Crew. All right, everybody, here he is for the first time in 2024. Welcome back to the show from Mountain Trust Realty Services, our man, Gary Cooper. Coop, a loop, what's up? What's up? <laughs> Good to see you guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I that was a good. Super Bowl commercial, right? Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. Bud, Bud, Budweiser. Budweiser. Yeah, Budweiser. Yeah, was that with the frogs? No, that was no, Bud. That was the dudes. Why? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was the what's up? Was that with the sushi dude? Yes, I think so. It was four. No, they were on the cell phone. One of them, they were on the cell phone calling right. each other. Right. Well, yep. What's that? Yeah, right on. People loved it. I never got it. I didn't yeah, no, I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I mean, hey, we're still using it all these years later. I liked it. I uh, use old material. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Gary, um, it's okay to say Happy New Year. If it's the first time you've seen somebody in the new year, as a matter of fact, earlier this morning, I got on a call with a, a person who's who we're doing some work with, and I haven't spoken to her yet in the new year. 
And I said to her, I hope you don't mind me saying this, but because it's the first time we're talking, Happy New Year. She had no issue with it at all. Now, some people get offended by, hey, 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 you, you know, you've crossed over here. You can't say Happy New Year past the 8th of the month. I say nonsense. If you see somebody for the first time in the new year, in the month of January, I think saying Happy New Year is a very pleasant thing to say to somebody. So Happy New Year to you, Gary Cooper. Happy New Year to you boys. I fully agree with you. If they don't like it, all you're doing is just offering a, a, a happy gesture. And if they don't like it, well, too bad. Right. Hey, <laughs> My Cooper. neighbor just told me the same thing. He did, right? Hmm. Oh, yeah. She was like, hey, Happy New Year. And I was like, huh? She's like, yeah, it's still okay. To... I was like, she still, she said, it's still okay to say, right? I was like, sure. No. Yeah. Why do, why do you get mad at somebody? I'm not Larry David. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, Coop, I see behind you, for those that are watching on YouTube and on TV, <laughs> I see behind you that you have an old school sign behind you. That I do. Says, it says, Scott and BR recommends Mountain Trust Realty and Mortgage Services. And there's an, there's an old picture of Billy Ray and I, which yep. probably, if I had to guess, was taken the very first time we came to your office in Rancho Bernardo, because I know that I had that shirt back then. And this has got to be, that picture got to be 20 years old. I guarantee it. You are and, correct. And the and the logo of the Mighty 1090 over yep. your left shoulder, that is the oldest of old logos. That was like our first original logo in 2003. So uh, it's good to see that you, uh, that you, you know, you're loyal to, you know, the old school decor. Appreciate that. No, I'm just cheap, but I don't change out stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I'm in my conference room because my IT Dan, uh, my IT guy Dan is here and he's uh, updating my computers. How you like that, huh? Mm -hmm. I'm getting updated. Hey, now. So this is my conference room. So this is what I have hanging in my conference room. Well, let me just tell you one thing. That last Thursday... Uh, my girlfriend, Rachel, and I, who you know, Rachel, Yep. she and I had dinner with Billy Ray and Kimberly. Wow. People ask me all the time, like, how's Billy Ray doing? What's going on with Billy Ray? And so um, I, I had this dream. This is a totally true story. I told the guys. I had this dream that Billy Ray and I were supposed to go to an event that you were hosting over the holidays. And for some reason, at the last second, unlike me, I I, I can't go. I, I, I just can't go. So I say to Billy Ray, I'm like, Billy Ray, I'm super sorry, man. I can't go. You got to go by yourself. And then I realized, wait a second. What am I? I'm sending Billy Ray by himself to Gary. He doesn't know where he's going. He's going to be all lost. And so something in my mind said, it's really important that you get together with Billy Ray. You need to see him. You need to catch up to him. People are yep. always asking about. We had a beautiful dinner. It was wonderful. Um, and in fact... Um, our Linda Welby is trying to organize yet another one because, uh, you know, we, we just miss each other all so much. And, and so, uh, As you, should. you guys were a great team like you are now. I mean, you built a family. I mean, think about the last year when we went out onto the, uh, yacht party, look at all the people from past and present. They all still come back together because why we built a family. And I say we, because I, I feel like I'm part of the family have been with you since day one. And and everybody still comes around because we have a, a genuine friendship. And I'll tell you something else. Um, this is, you know, a little off the beaten path. But, you know, with when I go up to L.A. and I play L.A. cap and uh, like, for example, this past Sunday, I was out at an appearance at a Riverside Casino. Um, people come up to me and they're all they the first thing people ask me is, how's Billy Ray? And I'm like, uh -huh. wait a second. You guys are listeners to this radio station up in L.A. And they're like, yeah, but I've been with you for 20 years. Yep. And so, uh, so awesome. I love to see that sign behind you, but Gary Cooper is here 
from Mountain Trust Realty Services. And Garrett, since it's our first time getting together in the new year, I think everybody would really like to know what is going on out there in the real estate market, what's going on with rates. Um, I tell everybody every day, I'm like, hey, listen, if you're looking to buy a house and you don't have the cash for a down payment, talk to Gary. He's got all kinds of plans and programs, but we need an update. So fill us in. Well, I tell you what, I think I'm going to start with this year's consumer beware. Okay. If you recall at the end of the year, I had a property in Ramona that I had listed. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to say it's an escrow. It's supposed to close at the end of January. Nice. Uh, we listed it at 729 and we have an offer of 730. And we're, we're about to remove all the contingencies. We're going to close at the end of the month. But this falls into my consumer beware on multiple levels because I'm really getting some calls on this stuff. But you know how there's always those, hey, call us, we'll buy your house unseen, cash offer, no commissions, no repairs. We we use, let's see, I want want to quote it. We use the cash so there's no financing, contingency or appraisal. We buy as is. So if there are any repairs, it's our problem, not yours. We pay all the closing costs, blah, blah, blah. Okay, Mm -hmm. so here's what's funny. I got this blind offer email to me yesterday. It's already an escrow. So if they even look, it's pending. They sent me this blind offer, and this is my perfect example. I have it in escrow for 730, and I'm going to show it to you. Purchase price of $511,891. That's their cash offer, $511,891.10. Yet I'm in escrow for 730. So do I need to say more? I think that paints a pretty good picture when you see all these advertisements Oh, you know, hey, call us. We'll pay cash. You don't have to have an escrow or you don't have to have it on the market. There's no signs. There's no commissions. So there it is. I just want to show it. So what you're saying is, is that they're making you an offer that's two hundred plus thousand dollars. You're right. Okay. Right. You you have to be completely desperate. Right. Yeah. But you're losing out on so much money, but they make it sound like you're going to get top dollar. and You don't need a realtor. You don't need representation. We'll come in, pay you cash. You can close on any day you want. Hey, this is my example. I'm not calling out any names. I don't need to, but I'm just saying there's always gimmicks. There's smoke and mirrors and shell games. And here I am starting the new year trying to eliminate some of these things. Another one that's on a hot topic is one of the great friends. And by the way, you're going to get an email from the client. Uh, One's going to be Carlos and the other one's Geraldo. And they definitely wanted your email because they wanted to uh, express their their experience with me at Mount Trust, but they con one of them got a mailer. The other one hears ads on the radio on how that the interest rates have dropped so significantly. You can get rates in the fours and the fives. One of the mailer says you can get a no cost loan rates is low in the fives. We have seconds. We have all this stuff. Well, the guy called them, they pulled his credit and now he is bombarded Mm. by, I'm not exaggerating. These are his words, hundreds of phone calls, because they pulled his credit and now all these vultures that are buying uh, credit leads are all calling them. Mm-hmm. Because once your credit report's pulled, I pulled a soft credit report, by the way. A soft credit report means nobody gets that information. It's not being sold by the credit agencies so that you get bombarded. Fast forward, he's getting hundreds of calls now. His phone's blowing up. Where I'm going with this is first of all, 
they won't let go of him. They constantly are calling them high pressure sales to get him to move forward on a transaction. Mm -hmm. The other thing is, is that the rates are not in the 5% range. And there is no such thing as a no closing cost. There never has been, there never will be. So instead of getting, let's say the market par rate, I'm just making it up. Let's just say the rate's at 7% today. Mm -hmm. Well, if that's the case, if you want a so-called no point, no cost loan, because nobody works for free, can you imagine going to our county recorder's office and asking them to record your deed of trust for free? Or that the title company is going to give a free title policy or escrow is going to do all that work for free? Okay, I made my point. But instead of getting that 7% rate, we have to look up a higher rate so that we can earn enough yield spread premium, which we've talked about this over the years. Mm -hmm. Yield spread premium, additional compensation that we earn for selling you a higher interest rate. Mm -hmm. So we got to find a rate that's going to pay us enough money plus whatever else we want to make to make your closing costs zero. In addition to that, it's national. The interest rates on a 30-year fix without any ads, any hits to the interest rate, just raw is around 6.8%. So how you advertise at a 5% rate? Well, call and find out. That's the whole point, a gimmick to get you to call. So now in order to get a 5% rate, you're paying a lot of points to buy down to get that gimmick or that advertised interest rate. It's the same stuff that's been going on for on and on. But once again, you're paying points to buy down to get that interest rate. Then you're paying additional uh, costs so that you can get a, none of that makes sense. If you're hearing this or you're getting those advertisements in the mail, junk them just junk them if you want some education give me a call i want to earn your business by showing you how this really works but all these smoke and mirrors and shell games everybody seems to think that they have to have a gimmick to get you to call but there is no there is no five percent rate unless you want to pay thousands and thousands of dollars to buy down and get that rate and we are starting to enter a lower interest market interest rate market rates are expected to come down hopefully in the next uh, this year so why would you pay points if rates are going to go down if you need to consolidate your bills or if you need cash out i can show you all your options sometimes it might make sense to just refinance now and pay off all that debt with the potential of refinancing down the road as a mm -hmm. rate term refinance right. or maybe you do a home equity line of credit right now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get all the bills paid off, increase your credit scores, refinance down the road. There's options, but just don't fall for all these gimmicks. That's my main whole point. Nice rant. Gary Cooper, Mountain Trust Realty Services, 858-376-1299. 858-376-1299. I'm on the lookout for those emails from great friends that have had a re really great experience working with you, Gary. Um, let's see if your San Diego State Aztecs can rebound tonight and get a win. Let's see if that, that can happen. And uh, we appreciate the time and we'll talk to you again real soon.